Welcome to the Lean Health Tech Podcast, where industry professionals discuss trends and topics where efficiency, healthcare, and technology meet. My name is Taryn Shipley, and I'm your host. Our guest speaker today is Jay Barda, who has several years of experience with nursing, including inpatient, ambulatory, and travel nursing. Thanks for joining us, Jay. Of course. Today's topic is travel nursing. How did you get started with travel nursing? Well, at the first hospital I worked for, pretty much half the staff were travelers. So I had a lot of early exposure, I suppose, to travel nursing. A lot of them would say that this hospital was really unsafe. So as a baby nurse, you know, who doesn't know a whole lot, that would obviously make make me wonder uh, how things work elsewhere. I've also kind of always had an adventurous soul, you know, kind of wanting to go out and experience as much as possible. So it did seem like the perfect gig for me. So I talked to these travelers about it and learned from them and get recommendations on how to get started. They gave me really good advice and I, I guess, got the confidence from them that I needed because they would usually say it was a great experience, you know, and again, there's a lot out there to see and a lot more hospitals that work a little differently and maybe do things a little bit better. When you decided you were interested in travel nursing, what was your first step? Did you have to go seek out a travel nursing position or did you find a recruiter that matched you up with the travel nursing position? So there are a surprising number of travel companies out there. And with all the travel nurses that would come by through the that first hospital that I worked at, I had a lot of recommendations for companies to start with. So I would contact them. I would do research on the agency and then try to find the best fit for me. And then I would talk to a recruiter and they would kind of explain how things work with them. And then they would kind of give me a list of jobs that are out there and uh, in locations that I want to go to and the units that I work on or am able to work on with my certain skills in nursing and my experiences. So it wasn't intimidating trying to find a perfect match for a travel position. The recruiters work with you to understand your skill set and match you up with an available position. Yeah, it actually, it works out really well. Those recruiters get to know you and they want to set you up with jobs because then they get money. They work with you and find, try to find those good matches. It works out really well. Would you mind sharing the names of any of those companies just in case any listeners out there want to know where to start? What's a travel nursing recruiting company? that they can research and reach out to? So a lot of travelers uh, work with different companies. I guess it's a more competitive thing, but I actually stuck with just one company the whole time I traveled, and that was Axis Medical Staffing. I felt like they were really good to me. They treated me well. They were very honest about their assignments, which is something that can be tricky because there are agencies out there that kind of want to just get their travelers into a job and do whatever it takes. But um, there would be certain times where my company would say like, oh, you want to you want to go to this location. Well, this hospital is the only one that has availabilities, but it's not the best hospital that we've worked with. And they would kind of give me a warning before I would go there. And they were always right about their recommendations. They're very honest with me. I stuck with them for the whole time and I don't regret it. Did you ever worry about not knowing where your next body of work would be? Not really, uh, because like I said, um, your recruiter knows where you want to go and what kind of work you're able to do. And like I said, I 
had a, I was very fortunate with my travel agency. They're very honest with me. You just kind of develop that relationship with your recruiter and you uh, apply for the jobs that you want to apply for, basically. How does insurance work if you're frequently changing contracts? Honestly, insurance was probably the most frustrating, difficult part of the traveling process. Not all travel companies offer insurance. And when they do, it doesn't stay active if you have more than a week or two off of work between contracts. So for me, who used travel nursing as a way to see the country, it would take time off between contracts to visit national parks and family and such. I had to find individual insurance outside of my employer. And sometimes I would have to switch insurances if I traveled to an area that mine didn't cover. So it was challenging and awful. I'm sure that there are companies that cater to travelers, but I think they are expensive as well. Was it difficult to find housing? It depends. The website Furnish Finder made it very easy, but depending on the area you're traveling to and what time of year, places will fill up really fast. So you have to start looking really early and contact places right away. You want somewhere where the rent is all-inclusive with utilities and internet and everything, of course, because setting that up for a three-month stay would not be worth it at all. Is the pay for travel nursing comparable to being an FTE for an organization? Definitely not. Uh, Of course, the first hospital I worked at was in Arkansas, so the cost of living there was dirt cheap in the first place. But when I started traveling, my pay was essentially doubled. Uh, They have to pay well because the whole idea behind traveling is you have two homes to upkeep. They pay people to travel to a new location and start a temporary life far from home and usually to places with poor work situations because they're unable to fill those positions with full-time staff. And then the pandemic hit and travelers were paid even more because the conditions worsened, less safe, and full-time staff were quitting left and right. Staff might complain about how much travelers make, but we're, we're paid well for a reason. Is it difficult transitioning into a new hospital with new people and processes all the time? Honestly, I didn't think it was too bad, but I am a friendly person who likes change in new people and experiences. I also had two and a half years of experience before I started, so I felt like I had a good foundation as a nurse. You certainly need that before you travel. Uh, and it, of course, gets easier the more you do it. Because you start to see that while hospitals might do things differently, the core of nursing and healthcare is always the same. It's really cool when you get to the point where you can say to yourself, man, I could go anywhere and know what I'm doing. Did your experiences as a travel nurse impact how you care for patients? I don't think directly, uh, but I think I simply became more confident in my abilities as a nurse and my priorities. So I believe my care improved overall. If you had to pick one best thing about travel nursing and one worst thing about travel nursing, what would those be? Well, there's a lot of great things to say about it. So I guess I'll start. The hardest thing is probably just the uncertainty. My agency was very good. They are very knowledgeable about the places they would send me to. But you simply don't know what you're going to get when you go to these new places. You get thrown into situations uh, and you simply don't know what to expect. And unfortunately, as a traveler, the staff don't always treat you the best and can give you rough assignments because you're the traveler. You're there temporarily and they want the staff to have the good assignments. It can be difficult and you try to stand up for yourself sometimes. 
But since you're not full-time staff, you aren't as respected or listened to. There are some facilities that are really good about treating travelers like staff, but it's not always like that. And you just don't know until you get there. Keep your head up and remember that your contract has an end date. The best thing is just the overall experience. It's incomparable. You see and learn so much and you're exposed to so many things. It's a great way to explore the country develop your skills and yourself just as a nurse and as a person. I know you recently left travel nursing and returned to an organization as an FTE in an ambulatory clinic. What made you decide to make that transition? First of all, traveling is not very conducive to raising a family. Uh, For one thing, I didn't want to work bedside at all while I was pregnant, but I can't imagine living out of my car and relocating every three months or so with a baby It's kind of funny because I feel like the travel nurse population is one of the end of the spectrum or the other. They're either very young or they're almost retired. But after a while, traveling does get exhausting. It was fun, but it is mentally and emotionally taxing. I can say that just for bedside nursing alone, but then adding relocating on top of that is a lot of work. You can extend your contracts for longer than three months, but there is always a cap. And again, the hospitals that need travelers need them for a reason. So they aren't usually the hospitals you want to stay at for long periods of time. Do you have any final words of wisdom to share for folks listening who might be interested in starting travel nursing? Just do it. You won't regret it. Remember to do your research, but it's one of the best decisions you'll make. I absolutely loved my time as a travel nurse, even with the hard times. The experience is just that worth it. Don't be afraid. Thanks for sharing your insight around travel nursing. This concludes today's Lean Health Tech podcast. If you're a listener and would like to hear a certain topic covered in future episodes, please let me know by leaving a review or comment. Thanks for joining and be sure to check out the next episode.